0: Welcome, one and all, to Episode 2 of Season 2 with Pretty Peculiar, where we bring you the most peculiar of true crime and mystery cases. Today we are talking about The Green Children of Woolpit. This 12th century tale is a bizarre medieval story which has been remembered for generations, even in today's world it's not often we hear about children appearing at the edge of an open field with green-tinged skin and no knowledge of any locally-known languages. Understandably, historians debate as to whether there was any truth to the story, some even going so far as to describe the encounter as extraterrestrial. The legend of the green children of Woolpit goes like this. A boy and his sister were found by reapers, who are people or machines who harvest crops. They found the two children while working in their fields near some ditches that had been excavated to trap wolves, St. Mary's of the Woolpits, which is where Woolpit comes from. Surprisingly, their skin was tinged with a green hue. Their clothes were made from unknown materials and their speech was unintelligible to the reapers. The feral children were quickly ushered to the village, where they were eventually accepted into the home of a local landowner, Sir Richard De Cain at Wilkes. The children would not eat any food presented to them, even though they appeared to be starving. Eventually, the villagers brought around freshly harvested beans, which the children devoured They survived on only beans for many months until they acquired a taste for bread. The boy suddenly became sick and soon succumbed to illness and died, while the girl remained in good health and eventually lost her green-tinged skin. Over the coming years, the girl learned to speak English and was later married to a man at Kings Lynn in the neighboring county of Norfolk. According to some accounts, she took the name Agnes Barr. After she learned how to speak English, she relayed the story of their origins. The girl reported that she and her brother came from a strange underground world, which she called the Land of St. Martin. In it, there was no sun, but a perpetual twilight. Like them... All the inhabitants of St. Martin Land lived underground and were green like them. She described another luminous land that could be seen across a river. The girl explained that she and her brother were looking after their father's flock when they came upon a cave. On entering the cave, they wandered through the darkness for a long time until, following the sound of bells, they came out the other side entering into a bright sunlight, which they found startling. It was then they were found by the reapers. The story of the Green Children of Woolpit is set in the village of Woolpit, located in Suffolk, East Anglia. In the Middle Ages, it lay within the most agriculturally productive and densely populated area of rural England. The village had belonged to the rich and powerful Abbey of Bury, St. Edmunds. The story itself was recorded in two contemporary chronicles. The English chronicler Ralph of Cogginshall, who died around 1228 AD, was an abbot. His account named Sir Richard de Cain, who took the children in, as his source. Meanwhile, the English historian and canon at the Augustine Newberry Priory, far to the north in Yorkshire, William of Newburgh, included the story of the Green Children in his main work, History of English Affairs. Both writers stated that the events took place within the reign of King Stephen, or King Henry II, depending on which version of the story you read. Over the centuries, many theories have been put forward to explain the strange story of the green children of Woolpit. Regarding their green coloring, one proposal is that the children were suffering from a condition known as hypochromic anemia, originally known as chlorosis, coming from the Greek word chloris, meaning greenish yellow. Chlorosis is caused by a very poor diet that affects the color of the red blood cells and results in a noticeably green shade of the skin. In support of this theory is the fact that the girl is described as returning to a normal color after adopting a healthy diet. With regards to the girl's description of the strange land, Paul Harris suggested in 14 Studies 4, that the children were Flemish orphans, possibly from a nearby place known as Fornham Street Martin, which was separated from the Woolpit by the River Lark. A lot of Flemish immigrants had arrived during the 12th century, but were persecuted under the reign of King Henry II. In 1173, many were killed near Bury St. Edmunds. If the green children of Woolpit had indeed been Flemish immigrants on the run, and if they had fled into Thetford Forest, it may have seemed like permanent twilight to the frightened children. They may have also entered one of the many underground mine passages in the area, which finally led them to Woolpit. Dressed in strange Flemish clothes and speaking another language, the children would have presented a very strange spectacle to the Woolpit villagers. Other commentators have proposed a more otherworldly origin for the children. Robert Burton suggested in his 1621 book, The Anatomy of Melancholy, that the green children of Woolpit, quote, fell from heaven, leading others to speculate that the children may have been extraterrestrials. In 1996, an article published in the magazine Analog, astronomer Duncan Lunin hypothesized that the children were accidentally transported to Woolpit from their extraterrestrial home planet, which may be trapped in synchronous orbit around its sun, presenting the conditions for life only in a narrow twilight zone between a fiercely hot surface and a frozen dark side. He included these claims against his 2012 book, Children from the Sky. Since it was first recorded, the story of the Green Children of Woolpit has endured for over eight centuries. While the real facts behind the story may never be known, it has provided the inspiration for numerous poems, novels, operas, and plays across the world and continues to capture the imagination of many curious minds. Dark Cast Network. The light shines brightest on our indie podcasts.